Hey guys, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. In Neville's lecture, Occupant or Inmate, he says an occupant established title to property by dwelling in it and is free to come and go as he chooses. An inmate is confined, whether it be a prison or asylum. The inmate is restrained by law, yet he is just as free as the occupant, but he does not know it. Are you feeling trapped, hemmed in by society or the expectations of your family, the rules of your church, or your religion? The good news is that these are just states of consciousness. And any restrictions you feel aren't placed on you by something outside of you. There's nothing outside of you restricting you or confining you, but your own state of consciousness, your own imagination, your concept of self is what's restricting you and holding you back. It's holding you within the state you're dwelling in. And Neville explains it so clearly in his lectures and his books that it doesn't take a lot of effort, in fact, no effort, but deciding what we want to be and assuming the feeling of that wish fulfilled and sustaining that feeling, sustaining that feeling of that wish fulfilled, and it will be objectified in our life. Neville says you may not have the educational background, be in the proper social circle, or have the finances needed to fulfill your desire, but if you move in and occupy the state in your imagination, thinking from its fulfillment, the world will personify your thoughts and objectify the state you have occupied. I love that line. The world will personify your thoughts and objectify the state you have occupied. There's nothing to go to war against and there's no one to convince or to coerce to get your wish fulfilled. Because the world that seems to be on the outside of you, separate from you, is only personifying your state of consciousness, reflecting back to you, your imagination. In this lecture, he talks about how he met William Blake and Blake taught him a way of moving into a new state of consciousness by falling back. And I'll let you read the lecture. It's, it's really cool the way he explains it, how he just fell backward and he fell through interstellar space. And uh, well, just read the lecture. It's really cool. But he suggests doing that to fall back into the new state of consciousness. I think of it like, uh, I don't know if you ever did this at summer camps, the trust fall where you have all the folks behind you and you close your eyes and put your cross your arms over your chest and you just fall backward, trusting they're going to catch you, falling back into a state. And it made me think of what I like to talk about, this relaxing into the state of my wish fulfilled, surrendering to it, loosening my grip on the problem and trusting my imagination. And I like that idea of falling back, that trust fall in imagination, knowing that I've got this. I am the person I want to be. I am experiencing that thing I want to experience. He says, if you know how to move, you are free. So are you occupying your present state or its inmate? If you are its occupant, you can move and be other than what you are now. 
but you must be willing to fall asleep in the desired state and carry it into dream where it becomes natural. Then, dwelling in that new state of consciousness day after day, the world will pick up the atmosphere of your dream and fulfill it. Do not ask anyone to help you. Just occupy your desired state, knowingly, not unknowingly as before. For most of my life, I unknowingly occupied states, and I just stayed stuck there, more like an inmate, not as an, as an occupant, not as someone that could freely move as he chooses. I was an inmate, held in by my restrictions that I alone placed on myself. When I was a reporter, throughout all the years as a, as a news director of a group of radio uh, stations, I just assumed that the higher-ups, the ones who paid me, didn't value me the whole time. Well, they don't appreciate the news. They don't appreciate the hard work I do. I'm not valued like I should be valued. And guess what happened? They dropped my pay nearly every year. My salary was cut nearly in half from year one to my final year. And I blamed them because I believed they didn't value me. But that's the cell that I had placed myself in. I put the bars around myself. And so I experienced this state of being undervalued and underpaid. I didn't realize it then, but looking back, clearly, that was the state of consciousness I was in. I was in this undervalued state. And maybe you're feeling undervalued or unwanted or unloved or broke. Are you an inmate to that? Or are you just an occupant of that state? Because realizing you're just an occupant, that you're an occupant and you can move out of it. You can decide what you want to be, what you want to experience. And fall back into that new state of consciousness. Surrender to it. In the Bible, it says, be still and know that I am God. Be still. It means, according to the Hebrew concordance, it means to cease, but it also means to uh, let go or to loosen your grip. And I like to think of it like that when I'm thinking of my wish fulfilled. Instead of trying to worry, you know, worrying about how to do it, worrying about the details and who I need to convince who I need to persuade that this is a good idea. I loosen my grip on it. I relax and fall back into that new state of consciousness, knowing that it's done. It's a beautiful feeling because it shows up in my body. Your body is an, an emotional filter. And I notice it when, when I'm holding on to a problem. I'm staring at it. I'm concentrating on the problem. My body is acting differently. It behaves differently. It feels different. And there's a shift, sometimes a subtle shift, but there is a shift from when I move from the problem being a problem to the solution. My body relaxes. My muscles aren't all tight. My neck loosens up. There is a difference in my body. And I can equate that feeling of relaxing with the 
relaxing in the imagination that I'm talking about, this falling back into the state of my wish fulfilled, loosening my grip on it, letting go of the problem, letting go of my desire, not giving up on it, but letting go of desire and inhabiting this new state of having it, experiencing what was once just a desire. You know, before you go to a restaurant and you're hungry, your, your stomach starts growling in anticipation. You smell all the wonderful smells. And then you pig out. You eat huge meal. It was delicious. By the end of the meal, though, ugh, okay, there's no more desire for food, right? You're fulfilled. So when I talk about letting go, dropping the desire, that's what I'm talking about because I've moved into this new state of being that already, experiencing it, having already experienced it. So I don't desire it anymore. I am it. If I'm dwelling in a state of wealth, if I'm wealthy, financially free, I don't wake up worrying about my bank account or checking the banking app every couple of hours to see if I'm, you know, is that a negative number this time? Is that check going to clear? Or spending an hour pouring through coupons before I go to the grocery store. If I'm financially free, if I know that I generate wealth, then I don't worry about that. I don't waste my time going through coupons. Neville says, so tonight, learn how to move. It takes no time to move from one state into another. Just the willingness to let go. You cannot serve two masters. He says, burn your bridges and completely abandon yourself to the person you want to be. Reason cannot understand. Therefore, he will say it cannot be. Burn your bridges. Completely abandon yourself to the person you want to be. Completely abandon yourself to imagination. Uh, that reminds me of Neville's lecture, The Pearl of Great Price. Sell everything. Sell everything you used to rely on. Drop everything that puts your you know, reliance on something outside of you. Drop the tyranny of secondary cause. It's only you. It's your imagination. Burn those damn bridges. <laughs> and last quote from Neville, from Occupant or Inmate. He says, Tonight I hope you heard enough to want to test it. Try falling into a state and remaining there until it feels natural. It feels natural to go home tonight, and you'll feel relaxed when you arrive. I have been living in my home seven years now, and no matter where I go, it always feels so good to be home again. Now move into a state and stay there until you feel just as comfortable in it as you do your home. I love that example. He uses that uh, I've read several lectures lately where he's used that example, that your dwelling place in imagination, your state of consciousness that is your dwelling place, the one you most frequently return to, is like being home again. That relaxed, comfortable feeling, that natural feeling of being back home. You know what that's like. You're out on the road or just coming in from a long day at work. You come in back to the house and it's just, ah. I'm home. When that new state of consciousness feels that comfortable to you and that natural to you, it will objectify 
in your physical arena. Just a movement in mind. Move from inmate status to occupant status, freely moving from state to state. Decide what you want and assume that feeling. And that's as simple as deciding that it's done. You can imagine a scene that implies your wish fulfilled, or you can just decide that's it. And by deciding that's it, you're moving from the state of not having it into the state of consciousness of having it or being it. And you've moved into this new state that it's, this is done. And just relax, like the trust fall. You don't have to do anything but fall back into that new state of consciousness. Kind of reminds me of the Nestee plunge. Remember those commercials from the 70s and 80s? Don Meredith talking about the Nestee plunge. You, you know, he'd stand next to a swimming pool and take a sip of tea, and it just he'd fall backward into the pool. Big smile on his face because that's the way drinking Nestee iced tea felt. And that's what this reminds me of, this lecture. Falling back. Take that Nestee plunge into your wish fulfilled, into that new state of mind, that new state of being. And you don't have to ask anybody. You don't have to convince anybody or ask for advice. If do you think this, I should do this, is this possible? You should never feel any pressure whatsoever to convince anybody or beg or plead with anyone in fulfilling your wish. For me, if I notice I'm confused about a de decision or feeling pressure, and it doesn't feel right, like I'm forcing it, I back off. I go back to the first principle. Be still. Loosen my grip. I relax back into the state of my wish fulfilled and trust that it's done. Trust that the I am that I am is all that I need. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.